0: The Bluegrass Today Weekly
1: Top 20 Countdown. Now, here's your host, Mike Keir.
2: G'day, I'm Mike Keir in Sydney, Australia, and I'm your host for the Bluegrass Today Weekly Top 20 Countdown. Today, I'll be joined by a co-host. He's one of those technical people, sitting in the control room looking through the window into the recording studio, or sitting down in the audience twiddling on the knobs to make your sound better as good as possible when you sing on stage. His name's Ben Siret, and I'll introduce him in a few minutes. As usual, we'll spin in full the top 20 songs played this past week on bluegrass radio stations all over the world, as we count down to the new number one. This week there are four debut songs on the countdown and 11 songs returning to the countdown after some time outside the top 20. But if there's time, I'll also ask Ben if he has some new songs he could play us that either he or his wife, Missy Rains, have been working on. The countdown list is drawn from the airplay chart released by BluegrassToday.com just this last Friday night. Well, just a little housekeeping though. We're an all-volunteer project and we can't pay uh, for our licence fees or power bills with volunteer hours. If you like what you hear on the, on the Bluegrass today countdown, and you would like to support what we do and help keep it going, can I suggest you go to our Patreon page and join. There are several different membership levels and each have different benefits. Go to patreon.com slash bttop20. That's bttop 20 and you can read all about it. Remember, if you love what you hear on today's show, please tell everybody you know all about the Bluegrass Today Weekly Top 20 Countdown. And I'd love to hear from you about anything related to the countdown, or if you think a radio station near you might be interested in having the countdown as a regular two-hour show on their roster, write and let me know, and we'll contact them. The email is bttop20 at gmail.com. So my co-host today is uh, is well he's probably on a, a pretty big chunk of your uh, uh, your record collection already, um, and you may not even know he's there. He's uh, he's a record producer, uh, a, a techo, a control room techo, <laughs> a fella who knows what all those knobs on the desk are for. He's uh, he's Ben Saret.
3: Glad to have you here, Ben. Mike, thanks. It's it's great to be here, and thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. What a what a fun thing to do. Well, I'm. I hope that's way it's going to turn out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so is, is that how you see yourself? That, that you're you're one of the the back end people on on, mm-hmm. on the music. Yes, and I'm I'm fine with that. I'm a fly on the wall, and um, I I love. Well, I mean, what I tell people is, you know, when you when you, do a, when you do a good job for someone, they are so thankful, you know, you feel so much better. That I said, that's a high you'll chase forever. You know, you're always trying to do a good job then because people appreciate you. And um, and I love to be involved in the creative process. And as an engineer, uh, sometimes, you know, they're going to turn to you and say, well, what do you think? You know, because you listen to people, you listen. The, the difference with an engineer and an artist is an engineer listens to all different kinds of people all the time, whereas artists don't get often get that opportunity in a recording studio setting. So it's fun to it's fun to be there. It's just fun to be a part of it. I'm I am very fortunate. Have you have you ever had had that to uh record music that you absolutely detested? Um I did one well, you know, I will say in all kinds of I would say the answer is no, because in all kinds of music there's always something that I look at and appreciate and, uh, and it's like someone told me one time, there's no such thing as bad music. You may not care for it, but that does not mean that the music is bad. And so I listen to all kinds of music all the time because it always has something to teach you. And, um, and some of the best artists that I've ever worked with will borrow from other genres because it suits what they're trying to do creatively in the studio. So, Really bad, you know, if any sort of music now that I would say is really bad, I really don't have that. I have, I have unfortunately had to work with people in the past, thankfully, nobody in bluegrass, where I didn't really care to work for them anymore because they were rude or insulting to other people. But, you know, I just, I just didn't work with them any longer after that.
2: My, my uh, younger son wanted to be a recording engineer and he, he, he's, he's a bright fellow and he had aptitude for, technology and all of that when he was going through high school and so he, he, enrolled, in, he enrolled himself into a course on a um, at college for recording engineer and he was like a like a, a pig in mud at the first yeah but uh, then he, he he told me after after a month he said oh I'm, I'm not going to do that anymore dad I said why that's that was your dream that's what he wanted to do he said, yes but they wanted me to read a book and he He's a bright boy, but lazy. And, but yeah, he, already, he already read a book years
3: ago. He doesn't need to read another one. the <laughs> nerve. Well, there's there's lots yes. of different ways to get knowledge, and sometimes it comes from a book, and sometimes it just comes from doing. Although, you know, I, I've i been doing this for a very long time. I still read books, you know, and um, I, I read how-to books, but I also read a lot of books from other engineers or other producers or other musicians as to their perspective on making music or creating music in the studio, and there's always something to learn there. I subscribe to many magazines that are technical in nature that you know there's always something to pick up out of that and uh I can appreciate when you're when you're young you just want to do it yeah. and uh it's it's like i i i a lot of my musician friends that that go to music camps or teach at music camps you know they want to they're there to teach you the fundamentals so that you can build on these fundamentals and become your own musician. Whereas a lot of people who are just starting out, they just want to learn the licks. Just show me the licks, you know. And uh, and the teachers are always like, "No, you got to get these fundamentals down, because once you're standing on them, you can go anywhere." Yes, M- making records is the same way. It's the it's the same thing.
2: You know, I I remember that The number of fights that my mother and I had when I was a when I was a boy doing piano lessons.
3: What so
2: you do? You do work in a recording control room as as a producer yes. and an engineer, and whatnot, but you also do you also go out and do gigs too, don't you? Do
3: you? I do. I still. I have you know. My first experience as an engineer in the music business was I was a um, sound engineer for my uncle's bluegrass band there in the Central Shenandoah Valley, and uh, we went out on weekends, and I did sound for him. I was fourteen years old. I'm certain that I was terrible at it. Um, but it was a great experience and I learned a lot from doing that. And uh, so live sound has always been a part of of what I do. There's a lot of there's a lot of energy in a live show. and I love being in the thick of that and there's there's often a lot of challenges that are technical in nature and and I like to overcome them and and you know do the best I can uh, because a lot of musicians know when know when you're in a tough situation and they always appreciate the effort that you put into it and um but i really feed on the live energy as as much as anything
2: i uh, i know that technology moves it moves ahead at a uh, hell of a fast pace it certainly does in my field and it presume, i presume it does in your field too do you do you try and keep up with it or do, you, or do you just try and be super expert in what you've got and let
3: let the world let the technology move along well you know like eddie adcock used to say grow or die so You've got to you got to not only stay current but you've got to be able to expand what your horizons are uh, because one one of the things about that is is by staying current, you'll stay more employable and uh, because people come in and they they need something done and if if you're a little more up to date you'll do better. Um, it's harder to do that because a lot of times you're so much you spend so much time working that it's harder to carve out time for you know, expansion up your knowledge base or whatever. but but honestly i I enjoy doing it for the most part. There's some technical stuff that's a little more difficult to get through that's less related to music and more related to i t uh, that you sort of have to deal with because you think, boy, sometimes I wish I was just sitting here recording a banjo or something <laughs> like that. but no, I've got to I've got to read this manual and figure out what Dante is really all about. And Dante is not a person. It's a it's a protocol of transferring audio over internet, and um, that's where the world is. is It's not just going there; it's already there. And uh, so, so yeah, sometimes I long for hearing a G run, uh, but you do have to you do have to spend some time and and work on it. And uh, like I, you know, it's it's no secret I'm married to Missy Raines, and one of the things I do is I do live sound for her. And you know, to stay current, you've got to learn how to. Not just be an engineer, but there's a little bit of IT work in there. There's a little bit of RF engineering involved and stuff like that with wireless transmitters and whatnot, and uh, you just have to stay current. You really don't have a choice. If you're just joining us, my uh, my
2: guest co-host today is uh, Ben Surratt. Have oh, I said, I said your, your name correctly? Exactly yeah. right. I worry because there's a lot of names that I only ever see
3: written, and I Oh, I no! I I totally get it. My name gets mangled all the time, but you nailed it. <laughs> well done. <laughs> it was a guess.
2: <laughs> all right. Well, well Mr. Rains, as you sometimes know, you absolutely <laughs> yeah.
3: Call me anything, but don't call me late yeah. for dinner. <laughs> so, do you do you
2: have do you have long periods at at home by yourself while while Missy's out on the road?
3: No, mostly because I travel with her. And um, so I help, you know, I, I drive and I, I handle the sound. I, I do I do just about anything except play an instrument on stage. And um, so we spend a lot of time together. There are times where she'll teach at a music camp and, and, and they don't need my services. So I'll be home. And uh, that's my time to play extra golf and eat hot chicken. So I'm covered. Good for you. Good for you. All right. Look, uh, we 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 were going to do a
2: uh, do a countdown of the the top twenty top twenty bluegrass songs of the week. Oh yeah. Well, this this week we've got a new number one, and there are four songs joining the countdown for the first time, and uh, eleven songs returning to the countdown. So uh, uh, it's like old old home week really for
3: those. Well, yeah. You should be able to do them from memory then. Yeah. Right? <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm I'm getting on a bit. My memory's not as what it used to be.
3: <laughs> All right. I can understand. I can relate. I'll say, I'll say that. I can relate.
4: Number 20.
3: Our number 20 song this week,
2: counting down to a new number one. Our number 21, 20 song is from an album called Paper Town from, uh, from Balsam Range. They have four songs on the countdown this week. And uh, this song, I'm not sure quite... Why the why it's here? Uh, it's uh, listed as being songwriter Norman Blake, but it was written by Roy Acuff and first recorded by uh, Roy Acuff and his band, the uh, Smoky Mountain Boys, in 1940. Oh. and uh, it's been been recorded by lots of people since then. Tennessee Ernie and the, and the Dinning Sisters, Luke Simmons and the Blue Mountain Boys, the Browns featuring Jim Ed Brown, Hank Snow, Chet Atkins, Lee Moore, Doc Watson, Carl Smith, Jim and Jesse, Doc Watson and the Off Road Review. And in 1984, that's 48 years after the song was written, Norman Blake. <laughs> and yet, yeah, I, ca- and I yet, can't explain that. No, nor can I. But you, but you, have, you have a look uh, all through uh, through the internet on Wikipedia and, and uh, Google thinks Norman Blake wrote it. Wow. Uh, Jerry Garcia's had a go at it, the Slocan Ramblers, Van Morrison. The little baby who was so ugly, his parents named him after a vehicle.
3: Well, we have and we have a saying the, in Nashville: once a hit, always a hit. Yeah, so if you've I'll got if you've got a good song, you've got a good song, and everybody wants to do a good song, and that is a good song. Well, the deb- debuting on the
2: countdown this week is Balsam Ranger's version of this oft-recorded song, the Streamline Cannonball.
5: And a short cross time I'm on my way back home I'm on the train, the king of them all They stream like cannonball
1: She moves along
5: like a cannonball Like a star in its heavenly flight The lonesome sound of the whistle you love As she travels through the night See the smile on the engineer's face, although he's old and gray. it hard, he waits for his call. That streamline cannonball, she moves along like a cannonball, like a star in its heavenly flight. The lonesome sound of the whistle you love as she travels through the night. You can see I ride the blinds It's life that I love And it's home sweet home to me She moves along like a cannonball Like a star in its heavenly flight The lonesome sound of the whistle you love As she travels
6: through the night
2: number 20. From Balsam Range to Streamlined Cannonball from their album Paper Town.
4: Number 19
2: It's Benson. It's the first of uh, several Benson songs on the, on the, uh, the countdown. Uh, for, it's called Red Mountain Wine. It's from the Pick Your Poison album, their first, their first album together. on Mountain Home Recordings. Returning to the countdown this week. Here's number 19 Benson, Red Mountain Wine. That's Benson, Red
3: Mountain Wine. It was released in Dolby Atmos spatial audio. Oh yeah, what does that mean? That is one of those things we were talking to earlier about being current in the music business. And um, this is one of the this is the thing that I've actually tackled here recently is mixing in in uh, Dolby Atmos. Now Dolby Atmos is a trade name that Dolby. Dolby, Dolby started with a, years ago with a noise reduction thing for analog tape machines. And then they branched off into doing, uh, a lot of the work they do these days is based for movie theaters, movie theater sound. And it's they, they develop technology for audio that works in a movie theater, but then they also um, do sound system alignment. So when you hear something in surround sound in a movie theater, uh it's usually going to be a dolby room and they they come in and measure the room and set the room up so that the a movie sounds the way it's intended to sound and so the next step for dolby was to come up with this thing called atmos and and really atmos is a way of of handling audio in your home as if you were at a movie theater and the difference between everyone remembers surround sound and and um you sit, you sit there on your couch, and you got speakers all around you, and they, and they do these things, and, and um, the Achilles heel of surround sound is that you have to have that type of system for it to work. The difference is with Dolby Atmos is the Dolby Atmos system will look at the song that you're playing, look at the system that you have, and adapt the two so that they work together. And so Dolby Atmos will work in a home theater situation where you've got speakers all around you, which is what everybody's sort of familiar with. But they also develop what's called the binaural listening experience where you can put on Atmos headphones or Apple immersive headphones and hear music in Atmos through headphones. And so it's a way to present music in a very, uh, not special, but spatial way. There's more room around the uh, uh, more room around the instruments to hear what's going on. S- things can seem more toward the front or seem more toward the back. You can put sound behind you. Uh, you can put sound overhead. The typical basic Atmos system is going to be eleven speakers. You're going to have three across the front. You'll have at least two on the side. You'll have two in the back. You'll have four over top of your head, and you'll have a subwoofer. And that sounds kind of crazy, but it's it can sound amazing. And uh, so the, just to give you guys some insider information to the industry, um, Apple Music will uh, create playlists on spatial audio, what they call spa- S-P-A-T-I-E-L, spatial audio. Uh, they've got a whole playlist of that kind of stuff, and it pays a little better rate to the record labels and they give it a preferred playlist ranking. So if your song is out there and, it, and it's mixed in Dolby Atmos, people will hear it more often than if it wasn't mixed in Dolby Atmos. And it's a good thing. It's a good thing. And it doesn't require anyone to buy a whole bunch of gear if they don't want to. You can just buy a pair of Dolby Atmos headphones and be on your way. So does, so does, that, does that
2: mean that a, a, an MP3 file will will carry all that encoding too?
3: Not exactly because it is it, it can be a file that is uh somewhat compressed, but it won't be an m p three like we think of it it'll be uh a different file standard a different sound protocol to make the sound to be able to 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 treat the sound so that it can come through uh, you know to be streamed but um but
2: so, so i'd need to i'd need to have some high end play playing uh, software and as well as the headphones and stuff as well, would
3: Actually, I? no. I mean, if you have headphones and a laptop, you know, an, an Apple laptop is really easy, but a pair of headphones and an Apple laptop and uh, your operating system on your computer needs to be a certain level, and it needs to be one of the later versions of your Mac OS, but you plug it right in and dial up. Uh, you can go to Apple Music and search for uh, a spatial audio playlist, and they'll play it right there for you. So
2: the idea is that it feels like when you're listening to that music with all the gear that it sounds like you're standing
3: in the middle of a band while they're playing yes it? it's exactly that's exactly what's possible not you know because it's a creative thing some people do all kinds of crazy stuff and some people don't do anything crazy at all uh but you know i've heard some live uh music that's been mixed through dolby atmos and it sounded amazing i mean it sounded like you know when it's done really well it sounds like you're at a live concert you know because when you're at a live it- concert You're not just hearing what comes out of the speakers right in front of you, you, although you do hear the majority of that, but the sound's bouncing off the walls. It's coming off the back wall, coming to you. There's people sitting all around you. It's, it's and that's why they call it immersive audio because it's an immersive thing. And the next market for this kind of stuff is gonna be immersive audio in your car because your car has got speakers all over it, you know, inside, and it's perfect for immersive audio. Well, thanks for that.
4: Number 18.
2: Next at number eighteen is Molly Tuttle and Golden Highway. Molly, oddly enough, given that she's, she's such a she's such a phenomenon in the in the bluegrass world, she hasn't appeared on the countdown very often. Interesting, not at least not not in the seventy seven weeks that I've been doing this. And uh, I'm not su- I'm not sure why, because she's certainly filling stadiums all over the place.
3: Yes, she's tremendous. That band is tremendous.
2: They're all they're all uh, individually. Superb musicians, and in combination, they the, the parts add up to a lot more. And, the, and the, Molly's uh, Molly's got this this album called City of Gold on her own label, None Such Records. And the number eighteen song uh, is uh, up from number seventeen, no down down from number seventeen last time she was here. Is called Yosemite. Features Dave Matthews doing some of the, some of the work on that song too.
7: Good. Despite every instinct I said that I would It's been six years since you put on that
0: How pretty I'm thinking, how strange It feels to follow this sinking
8: ship down Maybe the mountains will turn us around When all that remains is the gas in the tank The tread on the tires, what's left in the bank Sometimes
7: the road is the best remedy Try some new scenery. So, how, how many, many
8: more, more miles? The ocean. <laughs>
7: Free.
8: So how many more miles to Yosemite?
2: How many more miles to Yosemite? This Molly Tuttle at Golden Highway, Yosemite, at number 18 this week.
4: Number 17.
2: <laughs> Jeff Parker and Company is is at number 17, debuting on our countdown this week. It's a song called The Weatherman on 615 Hideaway Records. It's uh, an an analogy using the weather to explain how things are going to roll in a relationship between two people. As the song progresses, it talks about bad weather turning into good weather and uses examples of sunshine and things of that nature to mirror how things look in the relationship as things get better between the two. Right. Well, let's listen to that and see if we think we understand what all that means. Jeff Parker and Company, number 17, The Weatherman. Oh, the
1: Weatherman just said there's gonna be stormy weather. Guess he's right, fill it in the air. He said it'll be some time before it gets any better. The way I feel, I just The chilly winds
9: are nearing, there's trouble growing in this heart of mine.
10: All's I can see
11: the clouds of doubt are hanging low overhead, and the hurricanes of jealousy are just around the bend. Well, I can feel the rage of sadness falling on this heart of
9: mine, only we can bring fair weather back and have love one more time.
1: I believe to my soul the weather man is going crazy Cause I just felt the ray of warm sunshine She just walked in and kissed me And said how much she missed me We're gonna have good weather one more time
11: long as I can see the clouds of doubt no longer hang overhead And the hurricanes and jealousy have all come to time I can see the clouds of doubt no longer hang overhead And the hurricanes of jealousy have all come to an end Sunshine one more time. No more stormy weather now. There's sunshine
2: one more time. That's Jeff Parker and company at number 17, The Weatherman.
4: Number
2: 16. At number 16 is Benson. Their album Pick Your Poison was, was done during the pandemic. I get the impression that, that Wayne Benson, who's the man for Russell Moore in third time out, and his wife, Kristen Scott Benson, who's the banjo player for the Graskills, suddenly found themselves together sitting in their living room looking at the four walls saying, what the hell are we going to do now
3: <laughs> during the COVID? They were not alone, that's for sure.
2: And they, they realized that after 20 years of marriage and being professional musicians all that time, they never actually recorded anything together.
3: That it, that's, you know, to, On the surface, that seems crazy, but I totally understand how that could happen. I totally understand. So that, so they're sitting there looking
2: at, looking at the four walls and realizing that they've never recorded something. And so one of them must've had this bright idea. I tell what, well, why don't we? Yes. What's to stop them and yeah. look at what we've got some great music out of it. We do indeed. and one of them is, uh, it was written by, uh, Derek, George, John, John Tiro and Brian White. It's a song called Look At Me Now. It's number 16, and uh, it's in its ninth week on our countdown. And uh, from the album Pick Your Poison, Benson, Look At Me Now.
11: Here you are on the back of my mind again Don't guess it's going to get any better Is your memory ever going to end Or does it go on forever Looking out for myself no know I must have Took you for granted Didn't want to make room For someone else Didn't know love When I had
2: That's number 16 from Benson. Look at me now.
4: Song number
7: 15.
2: We're counting down to a new number one. At number 15, it's Dan Dominski. I'm not sure whether to call us G-O-A-T or GOAT or how you're supposed to say it, but it's from his album God Fearing Heathen. Do you know where that expression goat
3: comes from? It stands in, in America, it stands for greatest of all time. Yes and uh, so when i look at it i see goat yes, yes. i saw i saw a uh,
2: uh, i saw a, uh, a clip of um, jennifer lawrence in a, on a tonight show or something and she was saying we we were, we were we were together and we were doing something with meryl street and i said oh well, the goat can go over there and and, and she took offense <laughs> she said why do you keep calling me a goat and Jennifer Lawrence says, you do realize it means greatest of all time, don't you? She, oh.
3: oh. That happens yeah. to
2: us all. It yeah. will happen to us all. Uh, yes. You know, I'm called goat too, but I, that doesn't mean greatest of all time in my case. <laughs> it came from Muhammad Ali, believe it or not. He, he He used to call himself the greatest. I am yeah. the greatest. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. Well, he was the great, He was the greatest. Oh yes, indeed. In uh, in September nineteen ninety two, his wife Lonnie, um, incorporated the company, and, under the name Goat, and it's now part of the part of the, his of his estate. Oh, so he wow. owns it. He owns that name, and when a television when a television program calls Brady the the Goat. Then there's a little nickel or two goes to Muhammad Ali's estate, and I think that's a good idea. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure whether any of Dan Tominsky's money goes to Muhammad Ali's estate as well, but um, who knows? We'll have, to, we'll, have to get, we'll have to get him on the show and ask him. <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. Anyway, that's the number 15 song.
0: Young William lived his life inside a world nobody knew Darkness all around him wasn't smart enough for school Kids call him names or to cry in shame they didn't understand But once he got that guitar in his hands They called him goat Greatest of all time, blind belly with his fingers flying. You could almost close your eyes and smell the smoke Called him goat I drove down the dirt roads, out past the county line See that child of God born deaf, dumb, and blind. Sitting on that back porch in a field, tobacco green. Behold, a miracle, the best I've ever seen. They called him Goat, greatest of all time, blind belly with his fingers flying. Could almost close your eyes and smell the smoke. They called him GOAT. He had peace in his own mind. With no stage and no spotlight. The greatest picker the world would never know.
2: Number fifteen, Dan Dominsky "Goat" from his album "Godfearing Eden. Number
4: fourteen.
2: A number fourteen song is from Michael Cleveland and his band. Now he can play. He can play the fiddle, can he? He can. He can indeed. My goodness, uh, this, I saw a, a on. I think somebody posted on Facebook a, a, a clip of a whole set of Michael Cleveland from last September, I think, and. Uh, it was everything was at a million miles an hour it was fantastic
3: oh he can burn it down That's, there's no doubt
2: yeah I, I think I think that must be the first test when they're auditioning new band members okay <laughs> how fast can it play yeah that nah, faster faster <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I know that I can't <laughs> yes the album is called Love Another Game it's on Compass Records from Michael Cleveland and uh, now she's gone Number fourteen song from Michael Cleveland with with his band Flamekeeper and uh, Jerry Douglas collaborating there from the album Loving of the Game and now she's gone number seven number fourteen this week.
3: You know I'd love to play a song where uh, of course I love the music absolutely love the music but um, the engineer who did that record uh, really impressed me especially starting with this record and the engineer's name is Billy Wolf and the artist is Tony Rice, and everyone remembers Manzanita, which is a great bluegrass record that doesn't have a banjo on it, except I talked to Sammy Sheeler about it one time, and he said that's the best banjo practice record there ever was because you can play the banjo and not worry about hearing another banjo on the record. But, uh, but Billy Wolf really changed a lot of how we mix bluegrass, and uh, it was just really something I've always been enamored with his work, and so from Manzanita, I would love it if you would play Old Train. I think so. You, you know, the, the, the number of people who say, well, without a banjo, it's not
2: bluegrass. Yeah, well, unless it's Tony Ross.
10: Old Train, I carry your whistleblow, And I won't be jumping on again Oh, train, I've been everywhere you go And I don't know what lies beyond each bend Oh, train, each time you pass You're older than the last And it seems I'm too old for running I hear your rusty wheels grate against the rails They cry with every mouth And I think I'll stay wild. Freedom that's mine Oh train Just to think about those times I'll smile when you're highballing on by Oh train each time You pass your older band The last and it seems I'm too old for runnin' I hear rusty wheels grate against the rail They cry with every ball, And I think I'll stay a while
2: That's Tony Rice. Wow, what a phenomenon he is! I, I, I remember someone saying that that they'd asked him, uh, Tony, how, how do you how do you do the ask him at the festival? You know, how do you, how do you do the the ending on that song? And, and he said, I don't know. I just do it. Uh huh. He feels it. He he was he was a he was a great feel player. Makes makes him not so much not so good of a teacher when he. When you're trying to teach the details, but you just you just make it up as you go along. Yeah.
3: Yeah. He it just it comes right out of his heart, right out of the sound hole of that guitar. Well, now back to the countdown.
4: Number thirteen.
2: Now Chris Jones and the Night Drivers is number thirteen, and uh, he's had a he's had a habit. I think he uh, I think he's part of the specification of the songwriting when he. Uh, when he he gets a song that there's got to be a number one,
3: <laughs> he doesn't want to have any other kind. Well, and when you write when you write like that and you've got a band like that, that's the kind of thing that happens. You wind up with number ones. Yes. Well, he said he said like eight or nine in a row, and
2: it's uh, he started collaborating writing songs with with Tom Yutz. Yes, Tom is amazing, and this is the first first one of those. It's called Henderson Hill from his uh, LP Pages in Your Hand. Chris Jones and the Night Drivers, number 13 this week.
4: Although I wasn't born there, it felt like my true home The first time it came into my view But the spirit of the rest is surging me to roam Kept sending me to places far removed i
2: Uh, number thirteen from Chris Jones and the night drivers and uh henderson hill he's he's moved to uh, moved up to, uh, to Canada to live is he's, he's got a Canadian wife and uh, they they lived in Nashville for twenty years and she said to him chris look i've I've lived in Nashville for you for twenty years it's time you repay the favor and we'll go up and live close to my family
3: for once and so he, he, he now lives up near Calgary I've seen uh, I've seen him post pictures of of where they live up in Calgary, and it's beautiful. I wouldn't mind living up there. I don't care how cold it gets.
4: Number twelve.
3: At number twelve, Jim Lauderdale
2: and the Poor Amblin Boys. Jim's uh, really got into collaborating in recent years. He's he collaborates with lots and lots and lots of people, and he's he he, he doesn't just write songs with them. He he records with them together, and. Uh, he likes the he likes the
3: traditional bluegrass sound of the Parambling Boys. And he's um, like a he he's like a bluegrass Willie Nelson. He he loves <laughs> to to collaborate with other people and make records. He is indeed. I I, I chuckled when, when I saw the name of the
2: uh, the album of that the, the new bluegrass album of Willie Nelson's. They must have sat oh, up yeah. all set up all weekend trying to think of names for the album, and they came up with bluegrass. <laughs> Yeah, I guess they were too busy having fun instead. Anyway, back to back to Jim Lauderdale and the Poor
3: Ramblin' Boys. Speaking of having fun, here's Jim Lauderdale and the Poor Ramblin' Boys. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> the album is called "The Long and Lonesome
2: Letting Go," and the song number now uh, number twelve song debuting this week is called "Drop the Hammer Down."
9: Drop the hammer down. Drop the hammer down. Tell tomorrow, what you can do today Lift your head to the sky, raise your horse and say Drop the hammer down, drop the hammer down Put your feet on the ground Drop the hammer down Drop the hammer down. Drop the hammer down. Put your feet on the Drop the hammer
11: down. It's all in your hands. The shape a higher plan.
9: You don't have to wait. Go on, change your faith, Working while you pray. Help them. Find the way, make a right to sound. Drop the, the hammer, down. hammer down. Drop the hammer down. Hammer Drop the hammer down. down. Put your feet on down. Drop, the down. Drop the hammer down. Drop the hammer down. Drop
6: the hammer down.
2: Put your feet on down. Drop the hammer down. Debuting at number 12, that's Jim Lauderdale and the Peramblin boys. Drop the hammer down.
8: You're listening to the Bluegrass Today Weekly Top 20 Countdown.
7: This one almost made it to the
2: top 10. Here's number 11. Now, number 11 is Mylon Miller and a former number one song. It's uh, when, he, when he wrote with uh, Beth Husband, as he writes so many songs hmm. with Beth. Good teamwork. He writes with other people too, but most of the time, it's, it's the, the songs that are on this chart are uh, uh, Beth Husband and Mylon Miller song. It's number, number 11 this week, former number one from uh, Mylon Miller. The hour of the owl. In the hour of the owl, the hour of the owl,
9: dark shadows follow, memories call, and then they start to frown. Through my mind into the find a place to hoot and howl. Each second's filled with sorrow in the hour of the owl. All day long, the clock is ticking. Count countdown to my come apart The lonely seems to loom On a pendulum of bloom Ready for the wretchedness to start In the hour of the owl, The hour of the owl, Dark shadows follow, memories call And then they start to prowl Through my mind until they find A place to hoot and howl Filled with sorrow in the hour of the hour Show. In the hour of the owl, the hour of the owl Dark shadows fall on memories call and then they start to prowl Through my mind into the find A place to hoot and howl. Each second's filled with sorrow in the hour of the owl. Flying fits and starts Old feelings flock together Like birds of a feather Till the sun sinks and sanity departs In the hour of the owl The hour of the owl Dark shadows follow, memories call And then they start to prowl Through my mind until they find A place to hoot and howl Eight seconds filled with saffron in the hour of the owl. Eight seconds filled with saffron in the hour
2: of the owl. That's a song about all the things that happen in the hour of the owl in the nighttime, in the dark. From, uh. Wow. Sounds for both. Well, it is kind of. It is kind of. And, uh, you know, you get, you get lots of lots of foreboding songs that are written about nighttime activities, but calling it the hour of the owl. I mean, that, I often I often say that Beth Husband and Milo Miller they take take uh, common
3: themes but give them a new twist. Well, yeah, it, it's uh, it's a very inventive way to think of it.
7: Number ten.
2: We're halfway. We're heading for a new number one. Here's Balsam Range another one of their their, they've got four songs on the countdown this week from Kinetic Tone their new album on Mountain Home Records the first album since they had their uh, personnel change with Alan Bybee coming into the mandolin spot and uh, this is written by uh, Waylon Jennings and Don Bowman it's called Just To Satisfy You number 10 this week
5: Someone's gonna pay for the things you do How many hearts must break? How many will it take to satisfy you? Just to satisfy you Another love, another fool To play your game Another love, another fool They're
1: all the same Someone's gonna get hurt before you're through Someone's gonna pay for the things you do You going to find when it's too late I heart that just won't break to satisfy you Just to satisfy
12: you
5: Surprised that someone's you. You're gonna find when it's too late. A heart that just won't break to satisfy you, just to satisfy you. The things you do, how many hearts must break? How many will it take to satisfy you, to satisfy you, to satisfy you, just to satisfy you, to satisfy you, just to satisfy you, to satisfy you, just to satisfy. You. Just to satisfy.
2: Number 10 from Balsam Range, just to satisfy you.
7: Number 9.
2: And number 9 was the first bluegrass band I fell in love with when I, when I started doing this radio thing. The Lonesome River Band. I can't call it LRB around in Australia because LRB has a totally different meaning in Australia. Oh, really? Yes, the the legendary Little River Band. Oh, yeah, I remember them. Well, they they are icons in Australia. So if I say oh, I'm going to play some LRB tonight, they're going to be expecting to hear a uh, Lonesome Loser or something from the Little River <laughs> Band, which is a fantastic song, but definitely not bluegrass. Yeah. Well, anyway, the Lonesome River Band and uh, Sammy Shigler, I think he I think he must own the band, and he's certainly certainly the leader of it. From um, uh, uh, our Mountain Home Records, that number nine from them, are six weeks on the on the chart so far. It's called Blues of the Night.
13: When darkness of night falls around me, and old sun it falls out of sight, and the daylight fades into darkness. I always get the blues of the night. My baby's gone, and she's left me in days. so lonesome, I always get the blues of the
6: night.
13: Inside, my baby's gone and left me, and now I've got the blues of the night. Falls around me, and old sun it falls out of sight, and the daylight fades in the darkness. I always get the blues of the night.
2: That's Blues of the Night from the Lonesome River Band.
4: Number
2: eight. Sister Sadie, uh, number eight. They've had some uh, ups and downs over the last year or so. Uh, There were five, five, uh, the the five founders were quite stable in the band for a couple of three years, but uh, Dale Ann Bradley and... uh, and, um, Tina Adair. Adair, yes, Uh to
3: follow their solo careers. And uh, one thing And another They've got three new members now Oh it's a great It's a great band They're they're really killing it right now They're a great band They are indeed They are indeed Yeah, I, I, and, People uh, come and go That's all part of being In show business it's,
2: I think that's one of The the, the essential skills Of being a, a, a decent band leader Yes It is an essential skill I, I've, I've often wondered You know How do you do When you're looking for a new I don't know Banjo player do you want the banjo player to play like the previous banjo player so that can, you can still keep reproducing those recordings on the stage or do you want somebody with a with a twist a new a new feeling to it and uh, that's a big decision on the, on the part of the band leader because it could it could ruin the
3: things or it could make it better it could it could be you know it's funny Mike cuz I was talking about this very subject with a friend of mine just a couple of days ago And, you know, there's sort of the model of Jimmy Martin. You're going to play Jimmy Martin music the way Jimmy Martin wants to hear it. And you're going to adapt to his sound, which was very popular, worked very well for Jimmy. But then, you know, Bill Monroe oftentimes adapted the sound of his band to suit the musicians who were in his band, which is sort of like the football coach model. You know, take these players and make the best thing out of them that you can get and we certainly know that model worked very well as as you can see so i think that there's there's no right or wrong way and i think that uh, band leaders look at what this person may bring to the band and and make that decision and as sammy Sheeler says playing on stage is 30% of the gig you know what is this person like as a person because you're going to be spending a lot of time with them and uh so there's a lot of there's a lot of factors that go into bass, a band member in a band it must be hell to be in a band where you're
2: not getting on well together you play okay you're okay on stage but you just you not just not good friends with each other and and stuck in it stuck in a bus with people
3: that you don't like and but you've got to because you got to go to the next ski that must be hell well I, I think my lucky stars that I've never been in that position but I can imagine that it would be rough
2: yeah and then to contrast that with someone like Blue Highway, being together what since nineteen ninety four, I think it yeah. is. Isn't it? It's it? 30 years. Yeah, they must like they
3: must like each other, or else just learn, learn how to keep their mouth shut. Well, I think it's a relationship. Everybody has good days. Everybody has bad days. But I think that, you know, especially in the case of a of a gold standard band like Blue Highway, they they put their music first, and everything else can can sit to the side. So. It's one of the reasons they're so successful that in this killer songwriting and amazing playing i mean wow yes <laughs> they're quite a band
2: yeah.
3: apart from that they're okay yes
2: it. what where were we up to oh we were talking about sister sadie yes another uh, yeah well this this brand new album called no fear it's been uh it's been available the last day or two and that's all on mountain home records and uh it's got the, the new lineup and uh, this song uh, is written by Ashley McBride and she actually appears singing on, on one of the songs on the uh, on the new album and uh, well it's this the song at number 8 this week former number 1, it's been uh, 14 weeks since 3 months with us uh, on the countdown it's called Willow Eight. Coming up on the show, a song from uh, from a man who uh, was a banjo player when I mean, looking for a job with Bill Monroe, the father of bluegrass. Bill told him he didn't need a banjo player, but he needed a guitar player and a lead singer. And uh, that sounded pretty good to, pretty good to this fellow, but he, he had a problem. He didn't have a guitar or know how to play it anyway. Monroe told him
3: he's got two weeks to learn. Boys, we're in a tight spot. I need a guitar, and I need one now. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: I've been, I've been playing, for playing guitar since 1965, and I'm almost up to the standard of mediocre. So uh, to learn in two weeks is something.
12: Here's Lucky 7.
2: Well, number 7 song is from Balsam Range. It's called Evergreen from Kinetic Tone, their new album on Mountain Martin Home record.
1: think i'm gone something brings me back as my train of thought slips off the track i'm feeling my way through crossways and blinds it's what you see not what you find i don't mind things that don't matter these days time I spend on worry never pays now the leaves are changing from green to gold so I'll change with them I'll be so bold in vivid colored dreams nothing's what it seems I've turned inside out and back again stuck out on this limb with the wind, how I long to be evergreen. I've been ten years lost in strange scenery, like an old dust devil chasing around a tumbleweed. I try to lay down roots so I could just stay there. I blew out my candle, I prayed a little prayer. I don't mind things that don't matter these days. Time I spend on worry never pays. Now the leaves are changing from green to gold. So I'll change with them. I'll be so bold in vivid colored dreams. Nothing's what it seems I've turned inside out and back again Stuck out on this limb Dancing with the wind How I long to be evergreen complain cause I've enjoyed the ride just because I'm running doesn't mean I'm hiding this wonderlust it put me off the map I followed my heart until it brought me back I don't mind things that don't matter these days time I spend on work Now the leaves are changing From green to gold So I'll change with them I'll be so bold In vivid colored dreams Nothing's what it seems I've turned inside out and back again Stuck out on this limb Dancing with the wind How I long to be evergreen. Stuck out on this limb, dancing with the wind, how I long to be evergreen.
2: the number seven song from Balsam Range. they got four songs on the countdown at once. That's being greedy, I think. That's amazing. When you're hot, you're hot. (laughs) Yes. Here's number six. At number six is a song that debuted at number one a few weeks ago, and uh, it's from Missy Armstrong. And uh, she's recorded on Melton and Miller Music, another Beth Husband and Marlon Miller song. And uh, it's it's about uh, it's about a, uh, a, a a woman and her ex. Aha! Uh-huh. And she say she, she say to her ex, "Do you like the sound of crickets? Because that's all you're going to get when you try and phone me." <laughs> I just, <laughs> which is another one of this 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 common theme, but a whole new approach to the the thing. The song's called Crickets, and it's number six this week.
8: sound of crickets, cause if you're calling me, my dear, that's all that you're gonna hear. I hope you like the sound of crickets. You've been ringing my phone off the hook, anxiously awaiting my reply. Just because my number's in the book, don't mean I'm gonna listen to you lie. I hope you like the sound of crickets. Crickets. Cause if you're calling me my dear, that's all that you're gonna hear. I hope you like the sound.
2: missy Armstrong, crickets what song would you what song would you like us to play oh i would love well i would love to hear ghost of a love from missy that's that's from missy rains and allegheny it's their new, yep. their new album called uh highlander so what's what's
3: interesting about uh ghost of a love it's a song that missy heard from another bluegrass band and i'm i'm so sorry the name escapes me but um she heard it and it had this feel to the song that she really wanted to to get a hold of. She 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 saw she heard this song and she said, I can put this feel to the song and and uh really make it something that was her own. And then she started thinking, boy, you know, started thinking about other singers who might be on there and she asked Dudley Connell, and Dudley said yes. And uh so they split verses and sing harmony, and it's just it's tremendous. And it's got some twin fiddling from uh Ellie Hawkinson who plays in Allegheny and Michael Cleveland. That sounds that sounds good. Let's listen to it.
8: Your spirit may walk
2: Was, it was Missy Rains and Allegheny, Ghost of a Love, from, the, from their brand-new album Highlander. It, drops Feb- it comes out February 9th. Now back to the countdown. Number
12: five.
2: At number five, we're counting down to a new number one. At number five, from Authentic Unlimited, most of them are, are the former um, Quicksilver, Doyle Lawson and Quicksilver. Yeah. And on, on their day one, uh, appearing with uh, on, on Billy Blue Records they launched two albums a gospel album and a and a uh, uh, secular album must have been hard for the marketing people to try and handle that anyway at number five is Authentic Unlimited and uh, from an album called So Much For Forever coming soon on um, Billy Blue Records it's called, uh, called Fallen Tennessee another one with uh, Jerry Douglas collaborating on that he's a busy boy
3: isn't he when you're that good it's easy to be busy
12: Was autumn and Marie knew she'd be the one for me. Courted when the leaves were gone, future left yet to unfold. Saved my money to buy a ring, planned a wedding for the early spring. Summer rain brought us to a fall of pain Seasons come and seasons go Autumn left before the snow She's not coming back to me Nothing's like it was before I don't have autumn anymore But I still
6: love the fall in Tennessee
12: When I step into the chilly air I close my eyes and she's still there Walking in the autumn breeze Blows her memory back to me Visions of her smiling face Something seasons can't replace The reasons why she had to go Only the good Lord knows come and seasons go. Autumn left before the snow. She's not coming back to me. Nothing's like it was before.
1: I don't have autumn anymore, but I still love the fall in Tennessee.
12: Seasons go, autumn left before the snow. She's not coming back to me. Nothing's like it was before. I don't have autumn anymore, but I still love the fall
7: in Tennessee.
2: That's number five from Authentic Unlimited. It's called Fallen, Tennessee. Have a guess. Who's at number four?
4: Number
8: four. It
2: can only be, only be one bad. There are damn near every other number. It's b- Balsam range. <laughs> it, sound, it sounded like I'm complaining. I'm not. Up to their tricks again, I see. Yeah, another formal, formal one, number one. Been number two three times. And uh, it's the only... Uh, The only one I I, I like to say it's it's, it's the only sarcastic bluegrass song I know. Yeah, come on, but yeah, don't worry about it. When we when we run out of water and we've only got polluted water in the wells, don't worry. We'll just drink money. We can do that. That's fine. (laughs) Oh man, written by husband and wife team Shannon and Adam Wright.
1: Why be one when you can have two? Why go around when you can go through Nobody's looking, nobody cares And if they do, cut them a share Forget about tomorrow, why? Ask why, we'll all drink money when the world Will. Don't tell me I don't care for the earth. I'm selling her all for twice what she's worth. When I'm done, we'll be selling the sky, and we'll all drink money when the will runs. Till the bank foreclosed The pond can stay But the hill's gotta go And We can get a few hundred If we get them in time Do it for nothing If we don't do it right Put up a sign Ready to buy And we'll all drink money When the well runs dry Nobody cares, and if they do, cut them a share Forget about tomorrow, why ask why We'll all drink money when the will runs
2: Number four from Balsam Range, we'll all drink money. Number three. At number three is a debut song debuting at number three. Wow. From the Del, Del McCurry band. He's the guy who uh, went, to, went to see Bill Monroe about working for him as a banjo player, who told him he didn't need a banjo player, but he needed a guitar player and a lead singer. Del, Del said, Fine, let's do it. Only <laughs> trouble is, I'll need, I need to borrow a guitar from somewhere
3: man well i would say the guitar part worked out okay It seemed to have yes yes but a lot of people most people i know who who, you
2: have you know say who's the best rhythm guitar player in in bluegrass and there's about a 50 50 chance that they'll say del mccurry oh yeah so he learned all right i guess he i guess he had he had the basics down well enough in two weeks And Bill Monroe hired him, and it, it went on from there. Yeah. So here's here's the Del, McCur- Del McCurry band, and uh, it's uh, from uh, it's a single from them. It's called "If You're in Your Sleep." Don't mention my name, heaven's sake! Don't mention my name if you're talking in your sleep.
14: If he should ever wake up, make sure your story is straight, love. If you talk in your sleep, don't mention my name. And if you walk in your sleep, forget where you came In the shadows, so afraid that sometime he may follow, there's always a chance he'll find us, I don't need to remind you, if you talk in your sleep, don't mention my name. borrow
2: You're gonna make out down at number three. That's the Del McCurry band. If you talk in your sleep. Number two. At number two, it's Blue Highway. And uh, brothers Sean and Chad Lane wrote this with uh, Gerald Ellenberg. The album was called Lonesome State of Mind. On Router Records for Blue Highway, it's called North Side. It's the
15: first place the snow's gonna lay And the last place it's gonna leave It's made me tougher today Than I ever thought I'd be By the way, a crow fits on the limb I can tell when the storm's moving in It's just something between me and him I The chill in the wind on the north side, where the blue snow flies on the north side, frozen in time on the north side. Hot and crowded for me here That old crow is waiting on me there On the north side Frozen in time on the north side Where the blue snow flies on the north side
3: take the sound of the, the blue highway can you no you cannot there it's like whenever i hear whenever i hear blue highway i just think about home it just that their their songs make me think of home and it's always you know you know they come to the station in here in nashville you know once a year or so and um i always try to make their show because i just feel so good to hear them play and sing, it's really something. When people say that, it makes it makes me so envious because so uh, we, we we might
2: get one maybe two bluegrass bands touring Australia in a year, mm-hmm. and they're never the likes of Bill, the Del McCurry band or the Blue Highway or the Russell Moore and Third Time Out. Yeah, I th- I think what what happens is when 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 those sorts of bands get a uh uh get a, a, an invitation to come and play, they go They and go tell their manager, hey, it's good. we've got an invitation to go and play, play in Australia. It'd be fantastic. And the uh, the manager says, all right, well, how much, how much are they going to pay you? And they say, well, nothing, but, you know, it'll be like a holiday. it be like a vacation. Okay, nothing. 30% of nothing. Is, I don't like the idea.
3: <laughs> I reckon that's how it goes. I wouldn't know, but it could be. You never know. Yeah.
4: This week's new number one.
3: Well, now we come to our number
2: one song. It's been number one twice before. It's uh, it's from Bronwyn Keith Hines. She's uh, she's a splendid fiddle player. She began fiddling at, pa- at age three. And she won in uh, 2014. She won the national fiddle championship in Winfield. She was at, at Berkeley in uh, Boston at the time. Then um, that same year, she founded uh, Mile Twelve, playing fiddle with uh, with some others who were at Berkeley. In 2018, she won the IBMA Momentum Award for Instrumentalist of the Year, and uh, moved to moved to Nashville. And she was earning a crust by teaching fiddle and picking a gig up here and there. And now she's she's got a permanent gig with Molly Tuttle and Golden Highway. And she's not 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 to be outdone with that. She's uh, starting a, a solo career as a as a bluegrass artist.
3: Yeah, she's a fantastic fiddle player and pulls great tone. It's really something, something else, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Well, she's she's uh, she's back at number one with uh,
2: with this song written by Jamie Hartford. It's her single. Um, Can't live without love. our number one from and Keith Hines, uh, you Can't Live Without Love. Yeah. The, her, her album will coming out pretty soon because there's another single just arrived. Thanks, uh, Ben Siret, for uh, for joining us on the on the countdown.
3: It's been great. I appreciate it. Oh, Mike, it's been such a pleasure to be here. I really, I really have had fun. This has been great to get to know you and hang out and hear this music. It's a great, it's a great thing. I love it. I get excited about doing this. I get closer closer touch with all
2: sorts of people through doing this, and, uh, and to get to get to know. Well, we haven't had we haven't had a a sound taco on on the show before. Well, I'm I'm glad to be the one. <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, you you you've you given a whole different approach to lots of things about, oh, about well, the shows, you. and it's good. That's what we're looking for. So, thanks a lot, and we'll have to we'll have to have you back again one day. All right, sounds great. Let me, I, I'm all in. Well, that's all for the Bluegrass Today Weekly Top Twenty Countdown for this week. I'm Mike here in Sydney, Australia. Thank you to Ben Surat for joining me to, uh, as co-host this week. It was fascinating to have a sound soundteco's view of the music, don't you think? I'll ask him back for later in the year. Thanks to you for being here with me today. Join me again next week for the next edition of The Countdown. As always, I'll bring you more of the finest new bluegrass music played on radio around the world. and I'll have some fresh hop bluegrass music, fresh from the source. I'd like to invite you to visit our Facebook group at BT Top 20 and join the conversation and the fun. Or write to me at bttop20 at gmail.com and tell me what you think. And don't forget our Patreon page at patreon.com slash bttop20. If you'd like to help support the show, that's a perfect way to do it. And we'll thank you for your support with exclusive content and material that gets cut from the show because of space considerations. And if you love the Bluegrass Today Weekly Top 20 Countdown, please tell everybody you know that it's a great source of the finest and hottest new bluegrass music on the planet. Please spread the word so I can continue to work on making bluegrass grow for you. Again, thanks for being with me today. I'll see you around the same time next week. Until then, keep picking, keep grilling, and keep listening. Bluegrass Today Weekly Top 20 Countdown is a production of Hawkesbury Radio in Sydney, Australia, with the assistance and cooperation of BluegrassToday.com. Bluegrass Today and Bluegrass Today Weekly Top 20 are trademarks of BluegrassToday.com, and we use those trademarks with their permission. The chart is compiled every Friday by Bluegrass Today from actual airplay data, logged and reported by the most influential Bluegrass DJs. The numbers reflect airplay on satellite and terrestrial radio. The reporting DJs come from both commercial and non-commercial stations, but do not include streaming internet broadcasts. Only songs less than 18 months from original release date appear on the chart or on the countdown. I'm Mike Keir. Thanks for listening. See you next week.